Hey guys, welcome to Movie Punditry. Today on the channel, the Disney-Fox merger. Is the mouse taking over the world? Let's roll. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Red Five standing by. I am Iron Man. I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. I am vengeance. I am the knight. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. If you step out that door, you are an Avenger. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Superhero landing. You gonna do a superhero landing? Wait for it! I could do this all day. All right, guys, and welcome to Movie Punditry. This is Mike. And uh, today I want to talk uh, real quickly about the the Disney Fox merger. This thing happened back in the spring, uh, but we're starting now with, uh, especially with Bob Iger's third quarter conference call. We're getting to hear some of the ideas that Disney has uh, in plan for Fox and the Fox properties. And these these conference calls that Bob Iger does, uh, they're investor calls. You know, they're there for the money guys who are uh, investing in Disney stock, but. Uh, he's got to let these guys know what's going on with the company and where they're looking. So they're often a really, really great source for information as to what Disney has planned. Um, and so, you know, here's some of the here's some of the things that we've got that we potentially have with this Disney Fox merger. Now, Fox has a great uh, series of properties. You know, the, the, it's a studio that's been around forever, um, and there's a lot of things that they can do, and there's a lot of things that they have in progress and disney as we know disney is launching disney plus in the fall uh november i think and they're going to need content for it and so not only do they uh, now have the ability to mine you know the the bottomless trove of disney ip but now they have uh, an additional trove of fox ip um, that has a lot of things that they can dig into and and you know for those of us who are superhero comic book movie fans um, obviously, the big prizes here are properties like Fantastic Four and the X-Men who uh, now are coming back into the Disney fold, back into the MCU. And uh, you can imagine that Disney is really going to take hold of these properties and, and is going to do something great with them. Or maybe they won't do something great with them, but they're certainly going to do something with them. Um, you know? So they come in and they look at Fox and they look at all this stuff. Uh, you know, we've already seen it. You know, Disney really kind of went hands off on Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix got, a, honestly, a really terrible marketing campaign. Um, it was a really low-key release. It was not something that Disney really put any kind of effort into. Um, you know, the film was already done and... Um, you can imagine they didn't like it very much and they didn't put a whole lot of effort into getting it released. And, and you know, the, the premiere was really kind of on the down low and uh, they didn't have, uh, you know, the, the, the movie stars flying around the world like they do in an MCU junket. And they didn't have tons and tons of interviews going on and they weren't doing all this big push. And 
talk shows and, and every media outlet in the world. It was just kind of, here's the movie, and it just kind of went out. So, um, And it was, uh, it was not great. You know, its entire run, um, it didn't do as good as some other X-Men movies did in their opening weekend. So um, it grossed, what, $65 million domestically on a $200 million budget? Uh, you know, that is not really good. Um, there's things that Fox had announced going forward. I new mutants for one. We really have no idea what's going to go on with that movie. Um, it was supposed to release this year in the fall and then they pushed it back to next year. And now with, uh, you know, Disney kind of really kind of looking to revamp the X-Men franchise, who knows what they're going to do. If this movie is ever going to see the light of day, this movie may just stick in a vault somewhere and none of us may ever get to see this movie. Or if it does get released, it'll be like a really low key release somewhere. Maybe, maybe it'll only release on Disney plus who knows, maybe it'll you know, show up on Hulu somewhere. Um, but I would imagine we are never going to see a big theatrical push for that film, you know, but there's other properties and there's other stuff that Disney could certainly jump onto. They've already announced um, that they're going to do uh, some kind of reboot for Home Alone, which was uh, definitely a Fox property. Um, they're going to do some kind of reboot for Night of the Museum. I would imagine um, they're definitely going to do this on Disney+. Plus. You're probably going to see a Home Alone, either a TV movie or maybe a series or a limited series. Same thing with Night of the Museum. I imagine you're going to see those kind of things. They've talked about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. They've talked about Cheaper by the dozen, these are all going to show up somewhere on Disney+. Plus. So this is going to be obviously Disney going in, remining some of Fox's properties and saying, hey, what can we do with these things to fill out the programming that we're going to need to fill out? It can't all be Star Wars. It can't all be MCU. You know, they're going to have to do 24 hours, seven days a week of programming on the network, and they're going to need stuff to go on there. Um, and so, you know, in addition to... The Mandalorian, in addition to, you know, um, Scarlet Witch and Vision, in addition to, you know, uh, the Winter Soldier and the Falcon, or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and all this, in addition to Loki, all these stuff, they're going to be going back into the Fox properties and seeing what can we do with this stuff? What can we do with X-Men? What can we do with Fantastic Four? They've got Planet of the Apes in there. They've got... Um, all kinds of different things going on in there. So, um, but I would imagine you're going to see Cheaper by the Dozen. You're going to see uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. You're going to see uh, Home Alone as television properties, um, as, you know, maybe a series, maybe a limited series. You know, maybe they'll do a season, see where it comes out to. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be a reboot. We don't know if it's going to be some kind of continuation, some kind of sequel. It doesn't really matter. They're just going after all this stuff. Um, obviously, with Fox, they get back the distribution rights to the original Star Wars film, uh, or as the kids call it, A New Hope. You know, So now they have all the films back in their library, which is all going to be good for us. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, Disney's looking to probably take over the world here, and they're looking to do all kinds of things. But what other kind of properties does Fox have that they could potentially reboot, that they could potentially dig into that belong to Fox? Um, I can think of a couple of them. You know, Netflix last year released uh, 
that Will Smith project, Bright, which was really kind of a riff on Alien Nation, um, which was a film and a TV show that had happened, um, you know, years and years ago. And, and Fox was supposedly working on, originally had started thinking about rebooting Alien Nation. And I don't know, uh, Disney Disney is killing a lot of Fox projects. I hope they don't kill this one because there's... I think they could do a, a decent modern take on this thing that would be really, really interesting. Um, you know, another similar project that belongs to Fox is uh, there's a film back in 1985 called Enemy Mine. It was directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Dennis Quaid was in it, and Lou Gossett Jr. was in it. It was about two, uh, two people, an alien um, and a human who were on opposite sides of war who got stuck on this little planet and had to live... Um, for decades, for years, together on this planet. And it was a really good movie, uh, but it was a product of its time. And I think that film would be just great for a remake. Um, you know, especially in today's polarized world where people are all on all other kind of, um, you know, one side or another of whatever spectrum that they're on, the idea that people could live together and actually make some make something together, make a life together, uh, even though they, they oppose one another on a certain level, uh, that would definitely speak ripe for the times. Uh, one of the things that Fox tried to do and uh, did a really terrible job was, was, uh, was bring to the screen uh, Assassin's Creed. Now, that was a terrible movie. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a really bad movie, even with Michael Fassbender in it. That was a really terrible movie. And, uh, you know, video game movies are a tough thing to do. But I think if they take another run at it, it the, the Assassin's Creed property itself is really deep and really, really rich. And it could certainly do with a big remake um, or with someone taking another, another look at it. Um, you know, they could look at something like The Simpsons, they could look at, imagine Disney doing a Simpsons thing. Um, you know, Fox owns so many properties. They own Buckaroo Banzai. They own, uh, they own Cocoon. They own just tons and tons of stuff that, that they could dig down into and come up with some kind of new idea, some kind of Disneyfication of these things. You know, they own the Alien franchise. And imagine what we could do now with a with either a reboot or continuation of the Alien franchise. I mean, and I know Ridley Scott's working on some stuff. He did, you know, there was Alien, um, there was Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Um, but imagine we dive kind of back deeper into the uh, the Alien franchise, more into its origins, Chronicles of Narnia. Fox owns Chronicles of Narnia, or actually, I don't know if they do anymore, because I think Netflix is doing a reboot. But imagine Disney taking on the Chronicles of Narnia. That would be just tremendous. But I know, I think Fox, I'd have to look into that. I think Fox maybe lost, um, they, maybe they lost the film rights, because I think Netflix announced that they were doing an adaptation of it. But if Fox still has the film rights, the Chronicles of Narnia, they should continue that series because that's that's really a fantastic series of books. And I think that Disney, it's right in Disney's wheelhouse. Um, 
You know, we already talked about Home Alone. What else? Ice Age. Um, Disney Fox owns the Kingsman. Oh my goodness, Fox owns the Kingsman. So yeah, there's I know there's a new film coming out, The Kingsman. Um, I think it's coming out in February. And actually, the trailers on that look pretty good. Golden Circle wasn't that great, but imagine now. You know, there was talk about Fox doing a spinoff of The Kingsman um, about the Statesman, the American group. So imagine that could be a Disney Plus series. That would be absolutely tremendous. Um, Fox owns Percy Jackson. That was terrible. and But it's it's really good source material. Fox owns Predator. Fox owns Planet of the Apes. Um, it's just all the stuff that Disney has. But obviously the big one that we're all talking about and the big one that we're all worried about and wondering about is X-Men. What are they going to do with X-Men? Guaranteed these guys are going to be somehow joining the MCU. This would, I imagine, be beyond Phase 5. Um, you know, they seem to have their Phase 5 slate already pretty much set up, so I imagine that we're not going to see this for probably at least, you know, three years, four years, somewhere down that road, 2024, 2023. Um, I would imagine more like 2024, we'll probably see some form of the X-Men reboot. Um, and also, obviously, the other big one that people are talking about is Fantastic Four, you know, uh, which was at the time they were uh, sold off to Fox was really one of the bigger properties that, that Marvel had. And, you know, Fox has really not done a lot with this thing. A uh, couple of mediocre movies, one really terrible movie. Uh, or one mediocre movie and a couple of terrible movies, depending on how you want to put it. But um, I actually didn't really mind the first Fantastic Four movie, but Silver Surfer wasn't really that great, and the the reboot was really terrible. And, um, you know, there's no word on what's going on with Fantastic Four. Um, you know, Kevin Feige at San Diego Comic-Con said something that there would be a Fantastic Four movie. We have no idea what that's going to look like. We have no idea what uh what when that's gonna happen but you know this is this is a big property that um really kind of needs to come back and um you know there's a couple other properties that fox owns independence day do they really want to do anything with that you know resurgence was not good um but maybe maybe they want to take another run at that i don't know die hard is uh Dire Hearts actually some kind of possibility. You know, there were rumors floating around that there was going to be some kind of prequel. Um, talking about a young John McClane before Nakatomi Plaza, before, you know, maybe before he got married and had kids. Um, that's, hey, that's a possibility. But I think, uh, I think Die Hard is is pretty ripe for some kind of some kind of touch whether it's a you know a young john mcclane movie or a young john mcclane disney plus series who knows um you know there's there's certainly something going on there that can be done and then you know obviously the big thing that, that everybody's talking about is star wars um you know the mandalorian if you're a star wars fan you are totally excited for uh, for the Mandalorian, there's another season of the Clone Wars coming, um, and there's there's a 
rumor, which is kind of getting to be a strong rumor, that E. McGregor has re-signed with Disney to do some kind of Obi-Wan Kenobi project for Disney+. Plus. Um, whether Deadline is reporting that it's a done deal, that E. McGregor's coming back, and there is going to be a Disney Plus series centered on Obi-Wan. And that is really, really interesting. Um, you know, some of us were really hoping for uh, an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. But, you know, in light of, uh, in light of the, you know, the, the reaction, especially that the solo film got, I, I think maybe they're not going to do that. And I think after The Last Jedi, uh, I mean, sorry, after the Rise of Skywalker, they're going to take a step back from Star Wars films for a few years. And, you know, Ian McGregor's not getting any older, uh, not getting any younger. And, you know, they want to do something with him. And, you know, uh, an Obi-Wan Kenobi series set just prior to A New Hope could be interesting you know what was he doing all those years you know was he really just sitting in the desert all those years and and not doing anything i mean i know we know that he was in um a couple episodes of uh star wars rebels he was in um you know spark of the rebellion in the first in the first season and then he was in um Twin Sons, which is a really great episode in the third season where, yeah, he was sitting in the desert watching Luke. But I, I tend to believe that possibly um, he had some he had some adventures. So there's a possibility that we're going to see what he was up to. And, and I mean, you know, Tatooine's a, a whole planet. You know, he could have stayed on Tatooine and had some adventures in Mos Eisley or Mos Espa or wherever else. You know, it's a big gangster planet. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, there was a couple of books in the, uh, in the now non-canon legend series that, you know, he had some stuff going on. So I think there's a really good possibility there. Um, so that's kind of, you know, just a couple ideas on where Disney could go with, uh, with their acquisition of Fox. But I think, you know, it's pretty clear that Disney is looking at, uh, they're looking at world domination here. Uh, one of the news items that kind of came out this week is that Disney is, now that they're going to be getting into streaming, they're going to be looking at ways to prevent password sharing on accounts. And they're working with Comcast, which is the America's largest cable provider, I believe, um, to find out uh, how we can, you know, how we can, how they can prevent people from sharing their passwords, uh, you know one Netflix account that uh, 35 people are using, that type of thing. And uh, I and I think that's reasonable, you know. Um, it's funny that n nobody cared about it, really, until Disney, Disney decided that they're going to get into streaming, and now Disney decides they're going to fix it. But, you know, I think it's reasonable. I mean, uh, I think to some degree some level of password sharing is fine, and, you know, if it's within a family and it's, you know, one or two, one or two family members, you know, if you have 
kids who are out on their own somewhere, they use your Netflix password. I mean, really, who cares about that? But, you know, I think there's also uh, people who are definitely abusing it and, and, you know, one account is being used in multiple places. So I have no problem with them really trying to jump in on that and see what's going on. So that's the news, and that's uh, that's my take. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.